0: Hello, welcome to episode 146 of Speech Therapy Murmurings, a speech noise podcast by me, Chris to speech therapist. So I've been asked by the London Autism uh, CEN, so it's a specialist interest group. And what does CEN stand for? Basically, it's a massive group of speech therapists. Um, and they've asked me to present in the next one, or the one in June, on report writing um for in education healthcare plans and diagnostic reports. Um and the focus is gonna be on kind of what language we use um when writing reports for individuals that are neurodiverse. So when writing an EHCP report, um, what terminology and how things are worded um to celebrate um neurodiversity to make sure it's neuroaffirming um but also to get the support and it's a it's a very difficult is it a difficult area it's a it's it is a case of that things have been the way they've been for decades um the systems that we work in are decades old and the individuals that make decisions within those with, with to make decisions within those systems, such as those in education, those in the tribunal service, and those in healthcare, some of the some of the strands or some of the people within those organisations, or those 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 kind of um, domains, um, are still. Are they're right? they're archaic. I mean, there's no no no, no better way of saying it. there are archaic systems that we're trying to modernise, but. The issue that I'm coming across is if I have an autistic child or an autistic adolescent, and I see where speech and language therapy um, could have a positive impact on the development of their functional communication skills, um, and this is where, especially with the adolescents that are scoring high within language assessments, they don't have language disorders associated with autism, for example, Uh, and that's the terminology that we use part of the RCSLT catalyzed there, so the the disorder, language disorder associated with autism. um, that Where that's not present or where the diagnosis is not present, then I may still recommend some level of intervention which should be a mix of direct and indirect, to work on what I refer to as functional social interaction, functional social communication skills. What I'm talking about there is not let's make this, or let's try and make this individual neurotypical because that's impossible and that's completely unethical. The point of that, that kind of recommendation from my perspective is that I did a lot of work with National Autistic Society. I've done a lot of work with... Um, secondary age and adults who are diagnosed autistic on interview skills, on social chit-chat in the um, in a workplace, um, on giving instructions, self-advocacy, and and therefore I, I refer to it in, in my EHCP reports as functional social interaction and social communication skills, and this is where the individual um, will be not supported in making decision with regards to the therapy plan, but they will be basically the the, the outcomes and the targets have been worked on come from the individual. Um, so if the individual states, "I want to do X, Y, and Z," then as a clinician, I would look at how we can allow that person to X, Y, and Z. So it might be, "I want to I want to apply for." Uh, Medical school, and I want to um, I want to be successful in the interview for medical school. Okay, so if that's and and would look at that as a target, as a overall outcome, and say, right, how do we break that down? What level of social interaction, social communication differences are present, and and do we need to work on them in order to be successful within the application? So. yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky one. Definitely a tricky one. That I, I mean, there's no right and wrong answer. There's um, we have to listen to autistic community. Um, and when I talk about the autistic community, it, you have many opinions and many kind of angles and experiences in the, in the autistic community. There's no one true autistic community voice. There's no one true neurodivergent voice. Um, and therefore, we have to listen to everybody. And then well, and that's why when I want to look at why I write my recommendations. They're individualized. They're not a whole service approach. It's individualized for that person. But in this thing, I'm going to try and talk about the approach that I've taken and the approach that other speech therapists have taken, Uh, the eradication of what we refer to as social skills groups for neurodivergent people um, and for neurotypical people, to be honest, because social skills groups have, um, I don't know, I've never seen the point in them, but functional social interaction, social communication skill work, which may include working as part of a group. I prefer to do one-to-one, then small and impaired, then small group, then bigger group, if needed. But no, I'm gonna put it together um, and see how it goes down. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm interested to get feedback on how other people are working on this particular on these particular areas, so feel free to drop me a message. Also respond. Um, I'm again, I'm not on Twitter. So I'm not I'm not replying on Twitter, but I am listening, looking at DMs, and I'm replying to DMs. Right, take care. Thanks, bye.